Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of the What The oh, Sheep podcast. Oh god. <laughs> Where yes. Alana and myself will be discussing, breaking down, and for sure, freaking out over Critical Role <laughs> Campaign 3 episode 11. I think this was the longest episode of the campaign yeah, so far. This was, this was a little far. over five hours. Yeah. Um, of like the stream runtime, uh, mm. so we got a, We got a big one to unpack. A lot of big stuff happened this episode. The yeah. combat, you know, nothing. We can gloss over the combat a little bit. I don't think too no much. Major, yeah. Happened. No major reveals or any kind of character progression happened in the combat, so it's fine. No. Yeah. But- I think uh, <laughs> Ira's cool and all, but uh, Ira's know, pretty cool. Actually, they don't stand a chance. <laughs> so I guess yeah, we'll start with Ira. So. I think the night I still okay so here's the thing I still don't want to give up on the theory that Ira is somehow related to the Somnovum but <laughs> it's feeling like they are more just Bay related yeah um, and they're just some it's just a quink a quinky dink that <laughs> that their name yeah. is Ira yeah, and I think we got their last name too. It was like uh, Wendegoth. Yeah, something Wendegroth. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it is kind of just that combination of, you know, people can have the same name. And <laughs> I think for yeah. Ira in the Somnovan, Ira probably wasn't their name to begin with. That was just the emotion that he came to inhabit. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's probably more... And because this guy, this guy didn't seem too angry at all. He seemed no, quite, he seemed you know, very pleasant. pleasant and in control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like this guy. Yeah, if he wasn't trying to um, kill the party, I'd want to be his friend. 100%. I'm, <laughs> I theorize that he may come back later as an ally. Like, it's it's a really yeah. kind of uh, we don't, neat character. We don't, like, really know what they were trying to do. Yeah. So I, I mean, we kind of know. Yeah, I, I like the idea. That they're seemingly just like, hey, I got hired for a job. I'm doing my job, and it's like, well, this yeah. is this is going around. I'm out. Yeah, uh, they I'm seem to have one. no ill will really towards the party. It was just kind of no. like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do. It's all good. But Ooh. can we talk I see your about thinking face. can we talk about how Ira knows the Callaways or Ooh. knows of them? Yeah, what's that's... going on there? It's just that it's slowly pushing us further to an eventual Feywild adventure, and I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm exci- I am um, very excited for that. I think Fern has said that, like, you know, the Callaways are well-known, or at least, you know, yeah. her, her grandmother alone has a lot of respect. But there's also weird stuff with her parents that we got from EXU. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of, you know, disconnect with her parents, or her parents were exiled, or something along those lines. Um so there's some, there is something significant about her name and about her, I don't know, maybe her station within the Feywild, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and seemingly that he he held off his attack, like he, or uh, uh, the Nightmare King was like, well, I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm out of respect, I guess, or out of like you know, kind of mutual understanding. I'm going to leave, like we'll leave it on these terms, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, which is really cool and spooky, and I'm all for it, and I'm excited for more Feywild stuff. Which is also interesting, because... So it seems like... I mean, we know that Fey, their moral compass, is pretty, uh, you know, chaotic. Um, yeah. 
And while Ira may not hold any ill will towards the party, mm. it's it still seems like they're not, you know, they're not averse to, you know, maliciously trying to harm I them, mean, maim them, impede them from, from moving further. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is, I wonder... I wonder what the nature of the Callaway's notoriety is in the Feywild. Mm. Because my 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 thought process here is that if Ira is sparing Fern because she's a Callaway, and mm. we know how Ira is, who, you know, is this more evil aligned trickster type face spirit, maybe that means the Callaways are also more leaning towards that darker, chaotic side. Maybe. Because yeah. we also do know that Burn has some kind of a connection with the the high war maiden or something. Yeah, of the, other. it was the high, it was the Sealy Court too, wasn't it? it was yeah, the high maiden, the Sealy Court too. Yeah. yeah, so that's like considered the more the light side of the Feywild or like the, the yeah good, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Still super fucked up, but like yeah. <laughs> the good side of the Feywild, the less mm -hmm. evil side, objectively evil. Um, mm -hmm. We don't even know yet either if like her if nana calloway is like even a fawn like i've always yeah. had this fun headcanon that it's like a hag that nana mm. calloway is like some kind of hag or some kind of like mm -hmm. witch um who's just like you know it's nana with quotation marks um which would be really cool i yeah it's it, it does feel like it's pushing towards a, an eventual maybe Feywild connection or uh just you know a trip to the Feywild perhaps let's go meet Nana Calloway but I'm down honestly. not for a while I don't think because there's a oh, lot yeah. of stuff happening mm. uh and it'd be interesting to see how Fern would even because she did mention like I'll have to speak to, I'll ha like I'll reach out to my grandmother and find out it'd be interesting to see how she does that if there is some kind of way she can travel or just send a message especially you could send a message to the Feywild yeah the sending spell um no problem. It's yeah, it's it's exciting. It it, it uh, it's just another thing on the list of of yeah. things that could happen, um, which is gonna be really cool. Um, so then because Adam is also saying in in the chat that mm. maybe the Callaways are akin to royalty and Fern is like a fake mm. princess, and Ira knows like okay, yeah, I cannot, Ooh. I cannot be messing with uh yeah. with the Callaway in, in this in this sense. I like that. Um, but you know, whatever the theories may be, it's still just interesting that the Callaways have that kind of a pull mm. that Ira wouldn't, um, want to harm them further. Cause it looked like he was, he was prepping a pretty nasty spell there. I don't know what yeah. it was, but they were, it, it was looking dire. It was looking dire, yeah. uh, for the yeah. gang. Um, <laughs> like, because in that fight too, it was the, the, uh, Ira had legendary actions, um, yeah. and so clearly a legendary creature, which, you know, it can be yeah. any kind of CR, but still right. a legendary creature. Um, and Matt said at one point, like, you know, looking a little bit hurt. Um, and I laughed when Imogen said, look, we've just great. We've destroyed the furniture. Now it's just the nightmare King. <laughs> like, um, so it, it was getting pretty dire in that fight. Yeah. I think Orem and Orem and Dorian were very low. FCG was a turtle. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it wasn't going great. And uh, we can't we we can't forget. I I watched these two parts like over and over again because it was so hype. Obviously, Dorian, Dorian, and Orum falling unconscious, right? But then getting the back to back, natural oh, twenty, my God. to bring them back up. 
so good. That's a that's it's a that's so a cool. that's a fight changer. I love to Dorian getting their turn too. Was then just like I'm just gonna like silently yeah, roll away. Roll away. With the SDG turtle. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's so cool. Yeah, oh, it's such a but, cool mechanic, and the fact that I have it twice. Like, come on. Oh, I know. That's that's just insane. But I loved, I love watching Robbie play the game because he's still learning Dungeons Ooh. and Dragons as he's going. So he didn't understand what it meant to get a natural twenty as a, on a death like, saving hey. throw. But then when it was explained to him, he he like screamed at his dice and like pointed at it. Yeah. He's like, oh, real cool. It's real cool. <laughs> yeah, it was it was um, it was so good. But no, that was it was a good fight because it's been a little while since it was combat. I think the last combat, yeah. like proper combat, was the the mimic wall, right? I think so. Yeah, it's been it's been and a long it's, time. It's been a long time, especially like in real real life. It's been a long time. So yeah, uh, it was nice just to have like a good strong combat that also didn't go too long. Like it was it was only a couple of rounds. Yeah. Um, uh, and it felt like everyone was able to get some really cool stuff off. Uh. And we got Gurge joining the fight, which was yep, really cool. We got Gurge. Um, yeah, I loved I loved the idea of like breaking Gurge out to help. Mm-hmm. That was really neat. Um, really good thinking on on Dorian's part using Shatter. Yeah. And uh, and then nothing else happened in this fight. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Uh, there is nothing else. <laughs> um, but like it's it's to to your point of we haven't had combat in a while. Mm. That was what we've been thinking about with Chetney, right? Because we were all yes. like. Is Chetney like really a rogue? Like, what can he do? Because we didn't have, we hadn't had combat to see what he yeah. was capable of, and uh, well, we finally got our there combat. Go. Finally, and I like, yeah, I do like Travis saying like to the surprise of no one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I good. loved. It was still good. Yes, I loved the deal. the slow buildup of Chetney removing his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at that point, I was like, okay, that's like 99% yeah. confirmed. And then when he was making, making his attack where he said he draws the chisel across his chest, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's really cool. Yep. Uh, but then, oh. oh. It's it's cool. It's just really cool. It was so good. It happened. It was um, so good. Like, we all knew. Know. We all knew it was going yeah. to happen. But even yeah. then, still seeing it happen, it was just so hype. And like the rest of the the rest of the cast getting hyped about it, Travis like pantomiming and uh, the the transformation was just so it was so good, so yeah. well done. And yeah, the art of like this like white white fur yeah uh, uh-huh. were creature. It's so cool. Unf- not a were beaver, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, like we do we do have to take that loss. That uh, man. That 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 one hurts. It's a, it's that's a, a that's a that's a rough loss. Wasted that opportunity. Wasted opportunity. But mm. werewolf Chetney is but pretty cool. We did. Pretty cool. We did. But I wonder, and does he does he grow in size or his, is he just I a small know. werewolf? It was real hard to tell from the art. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to base it off the pants that the werewolf was still wearing. Uh-huh. I'm like, are they still gnome uh-huh. pants? Yeah. The mini the mini looked regular size because the Nightman King mini was quite large. Uh-huh. I love the idea though of like a like a four foot tall werewolf. Yeah. Like a little, a little mini werewolf. Little but baby. I get the sense I get the sense that it's a full grown yeah, werewolf. Like fully, a full size werewolf. That's gotta be a bit yeah. of a painful transformation if that's the case though. Yeah. A little rough, but that's all right. Um, one other one other point I did really like about this combat. It was just another 
comedic uh, point was when Iroh was blind for a lot of this yeah. fight. Um, and then when he had the double miss on the two short characters, and he was like, oh, right. Yes. They're small. Yeah. There was a lot of really fun little moments in the fight. Um, and it could be because it's been so long since there was a fight, people got to try out a lot of, uh, stuff that they haven't before. I really liked Orem's bait and switch, which is cool. Like, you know, rolling in front of Imogen and knocking her back and then giving her a plus seven to her AC. Yeah. It was like so damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'll go on about Battlebuster stuff all the time, but it's yeah, it's just cool seeing those sort of maneuvers mm-hmm. play into it. Um, just finding, finally having an explanation for the animated furniture as well. Yeah, like that's that, nice. That, that's like a yeah, nice yep. loose thread that's been cleared up. Yeah, it's also really why that? Like why? Why are they animating I think furniture? It's just, Sowing chaos in the streets was my it's idea. It's got to just be what it like, is. Because it did kind of like, they, they not to skip ahead, but um, yeah. they did eventually come to this conclusion when they found out, like the Nightmare King said, you know, you have to take it up with Armand, and they later found out who Armand was. We, we kind of had this theory in the last episode, and it was almost, uh, and it's not to say that it was a hard you know, straw to grasp, but it was almost repeated word for word by the players of saying the idea is so chaos in the streets so that the Paragon's core can come in and take control. So mm-hmm. it's really exciting to like have that validated, yeah. <laughs> but also to see that, yeah, it makes sense. You know, things going hectic in the city, the city's out of control, mm-hmm. things you can't control. You know, there's ghosts in the building and furniture's yeah. come to life and now there's werewolves everywhere. Um, it's, it's, an, it's a really cool political political arc storyline that is yeah. so infused with like magic and uh and mm. fables and that sort of thing so i really i'm really keen on this being the the plot point that they follow yeah, yeah. it's super interesting finally seeing all of these uh different story hooks um mm. uh, be explained uh yeah. with all of this stuff <laughs> and so and so affably too like the night making was yeah. like yeah, yeah, here's the answers you require. Yeah, I, I have literally no stakes in this. I know. Like, take that with my boss. Here's his such name and address. A, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. But that, that, that makes for such an interesting character because then it's like, okay, like you're kind of cool. I kind of like your, I kind of yeah. like your vibes. But you're no, also trying to I kill like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, oh no. Yeah. Um, so no, it's, it's really neat. And that's why I kind of want to see Ira come back eventually as... Even like some kind of ally aspect. Um, yeah. I, I I don't think I'd like to see them come back as another villain or another antagonist. I'd like them to mm-hmm. be so, some kind of like either a neutral party or an ally, just because they're such a cool character. I bet. I bet they definitely come back if they end up going to the Feywild, because I bet yeah. like if they get there, the circumstance will be like, okay, we need we need like a contact, we need someone to find if we're going to the Feywild. Yeah. And they're like, what about Ira? I respect their hustle. I respect that they're yeah. you know, a business person who's just like, you know, like I, I'm not, nothing personal, just doing a job sort of yeah. thing. Like, it's, it's a really cool character. I'm uh, so trait. down for that. Yeah. yeah. And their design is just so cool. I mean, terrifying, but yeah, very, very cool. And that's the thing, because they are so terrifying to behold, and yet they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, quite friendly, <laughs> quite, yeah. quite pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm down for Myra. But, you know, eventually they're able to make ira bamf out of there but before they do that they activate the machine that starts to to vibrate with energy and they're able to escape the tower but then the tower 
crumbles? It was. It, it felt kind of unclear whether the tower completely collapsed or just parts of it did. Seemed kind of big. It did seem kind of big. But they also seem kind of non-busted. Yeah, so maybe it was like I mean, it's it's so reminiscent of the towers in Sadash, right? Like the, yeah, and then the collapse. Um, and we're we're one episode away from like if this happened one episode later, it would have been the exact episode the from same? Campaign yeah. Two that that would have happened. Uh, yeah, it's it's they seem kind of like non-phased by the fact that like, they've just had a part in destroying a major tower on a major scale. Yeah, I feel like that's going to have some consequences. <laughs> and the best part is, is again, they're looking rough. Like, Dorian and Orem are at like 1 HP or low low HP. Other of them are, are also hurt. And then they all go to the gondola or the, yeah. you know, the thing to be feared across. And they're all looking hurt. And the, the guy's just yeah. like, so, uh... Where are y'all coming from? Yeah, did you did you see that explosion? No. Yeah. Nope. I love that Ashley called them out on that. Like, yeah. like, we so clearly were there. Don't lie about it. Just say yeah. you're fleeing. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did like Dorian and FCG getting... Like, Dorian had a bad night. Like, the he one did. piece of flying rubble that came towards him, Dorian got absolutely flattened Oof. by it. Yeah. Knocked unconscious again. Um, ah. No, it was fun. I like that kind of escape from yeah. the escape from the city aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, but they <laughs> did feel a bit fumbled with the <laughs> with the setting themselves up for failure later. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is you know, that's why we love them. But eventually, they were able to find a bit of respite within uh, the Spire by Fire Tavern. I think is where mm -hmm. they ended up going. I think. They or were they at the Weary Way? Oh, that one. The Weary yes. Way? I, I think that's right. I think they they did go there. Uh, where yeah. we got some some Gurge lore and their whole deal. Gurge, yeah. Um, we got some Blood Hunter stuff. Some Blood Hunter stuff. So they ran in Wild Mount with the Claret Order, which Fun. we know yeah. uh, the Tomb Takers. That's where they mm -hmm. came from. Indeed. So that's that's pretty cool. But this this is after the Tomb Taker's time. You'd imagine uh, so, yeah. yeah. It's been about 10, 10 years or so, they said. Mm. And it's... But who, who knows? I mean, it might it might be around the same time because Gurge had a falling out with another group, the the Gorgine. Gorgine. A few years ago. Yes. So we're about 10 years post Mighty Nine, correct? Is that right? Something like that, I think? Because with... I feel... I feel like, or was that, or was, Because we're, because... Adam, where are we? <laughs> when are we? Where are we? When are we in the timeline, Adam? When are we? I can't remember. Um, but I, it, it could be possible, um, seven years. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, it's actually so. very possible that Gurge was yeah. around the time when, the, when Lucian was around there. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And then they split it off to join the Gorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorgorg
from them. I think. So that makes it seem like the Claret Orders don't specialize in the lichen. In the lichen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more the um, just the Hemocraft side of things. Because, mm. but then didn't he say that it was the Gorg? Fuck me. What are they called? The the Gorgine. The Gorgine. I'm gonna remember it. Gorgine. Didn't he say it was the Gorgine that taught him Hemocraft? Uh, yes, but I think he said, like, they specialize in what he has. Okay, well. controlling the curse. Yes. Right. I watched this show. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, too. I, I could be wrong, too. It, it, was a, it was a chunky episode. There was a lot of information yeah, being thrown at us. Yeah, a lot more being dropped. Um, but I do, like, I do love the concept of the Order of the Lycan, this idea that you mm-hmm. can control the curse, you can suppress it, you can use it to your advantage. Because then when we get Chetney talking about, you know, how he conflict, uh, contracted the curse, and they're like, well, can this be cured? Is this something you would want to get cured? And he's like, well, I kind of like it. Like, it's kind of yeah. cool, actually. Because yeah. you would think, you would think, like, someone who isn't, a like, you know, straight-up blood hunter mm-hmm. doesn't have an order to back them up, which is, in Chetney's case, what's happening. They're just, you know, yeah. a lone werewolf with some Hemocraft abilities. You'd be like, well, you know, remove curse is a third-level spell. But they're like, no, no, it's good. I like it. I can control it. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's really neat. And it speaks to Chetney's character a bit, too, about, like, the fact that without any uh, official training, I guess, or, you know... Um, detailed training they're able to contain mm-hmm. and maintain their curse which is just cool mm-hmm. yeah um, and it seems like um there's gonna be a lot more to chetney's backstory than just mm. this affliction because it sounds like from what he was saying he was chased out of uthodern due yes. to something that happened between him and a previous employer it seemed like they had a pretty, <laughs> pretty which big falling sounds- out it just sounds like the the nightmare, the the Christmas. Episode. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was probably inspiration for that. Um, yeah. Uh, but I remember he was because I think it was in the same conversation of Chetney saying basically saying like I want I want to hold on to this power because there's people that need to die. There's uh, yeah like loose ends that need to be tied up. So looks like Chetney's Ooh. got some. Got some, some dark baggage. stuff happening in their, <laughs> their past. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. All this talk of lichens, too, led to some fun conversations about the moons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too much. It's honestly too much at this point that Matt is giving away uh, <laughs> for us not yeah. to go feral about it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the... What the f- I'm, I'm not gonna okay I won't go crazy this episode but seriously there's too much happening with Rudus the fact that Matt's constantly talking about it's zenith and like when it's going to be the mm-hmm. highest in the sky and that yep, it's yep, in yep. a couple of months you know it's coming it's sort of coming. thing yeah. and Gurge yeah, uh, was saying you know like Catherine is the one that controls the, the lycanthropy it's the one that has the biggest effect on the change yep. and that sort of thing but Rudus does some weird shit too like mm-hmm. What the, mm-hmm. fuck? what the fuck? He's just he's just leaving the crumbs, leaving the crumbs. I, uh, At this point, they're they're more than crumbs. They're like their own little meals now. At this point, uh, I guess. Yeah, I I just need to know. Even, but that, but that wasn't this this wasn't the only talk of Rudis. Uh, this this episode there was right. there was even more. Not to jump ahead, but Imogen <gasps> finally getting access to the library. Oh, there was God. some more Rudis stuff there. It's just, 
all Gosh. piling on. Gosh. Um, <laughs> and you know what else is piling on? Ooh. The amount of memes that have come from Chetney's yes, transformation. Let's <laughs> so let's take a second as we shift focus away from uh, the combat and the Chetney reveal to look at some fan art. It's technically fan it's art. It's technically fan art. Uh, let's start with Alana's. Let's take a look. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. There we are by at Echo Chlocation. <laughs> yeah, Echo Chlocation. Chlocation. We have this. This is what I imagined. <laughs> this is what I imagined. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. I love, is... To begin with, I love that meme full stop of the two hours smiling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. This oh, is, uh... Behold, everyone. <laughs> the Blood Hunter, Order of the Lycan Chetney. Are your timbers wild. adequately shivered yet? <laughs> that's yeah. so good. Yeah, that's great. It's great. Uh, and mine uh, is in a similar vein of, um... Of, uh, memory. We have uh, this this meme by at Captain Corgi Art Jenny facing down the eleven foot tall legendary action holding Nightmare King. I've got to find it. Where is it? A beautiful tweet. <laughs> Amazing! It look, that is like it looks like a little person. That is. It does. That's literally <laughs> outstanding. That is outstanding. It's Jenny. It's so good. <laughs> That's yeah. I love it. I will never get over all of these Chetney memes. I, They just give me so much life. And I love them all. And thank you to everyone who's contributed to adding years onto my life with these with these memes. Truly, yeah. truly, you are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna picture Chetney even out. That's how like Chetney looks even outside of their like and transformation. Yeah, like, let's, be let's be real. That's just that's just Chetney after waking up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they uh the gang they return to Lord Estros, where they relay yes, as you do. Yeah, as when, you do, they, they gotta they gotta do their daily happens in your life. Go see Estros. They gotta do. It's it's honestly it's not even a daily check in at this point. It's an hourly. It's this is their yeah. hourly check-in. Uh, They've got a sort of speed dial, but it's yeah. you know all in person. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, but they relay this, this information, and yeah, we we learned that it is Armand Treshi um, that is behind uh, the commission, the commissions of uh, of Ira, commissioned yes. Ira to do all this stuff and to. But is. Is the the volunteers to be bitten by Gurge to become lichens? Yes. Is that also just to sow chaos, or or does Armand have I, some? I think they're members of Paragon's there? call. So I think oh, they're, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they're members of the Paragon's call who like did volunteer for this transformation because it's going to like you know uh -huh. up their up their their I don't know power I guess within the city, but it might have been like a deal sort of thing with the Treshies, like saying hey we can get you into the city. Like, you're going to follow my commands, but, you know, this was like a trade-off sort of thing. Like, we've got, you know, super... Yeah. They kept saying super soldiers in the episode, and I'm on board with that. Yeah. Like, 
let's let's get some super soldiers. That's super cool. Yeah, can't possibly going wrong. Can't go wrong. Oh yeah, no, for sure. People with lycanthropy uh, Mm. off the cuff, but oh yeah, no, excellent. Really cool. Really cool that we got Treshy coming back in, and the fact that uh, we've got. Ezra saying, I suspect that there are treshies on the Shandai Corum. I suspect mm-hmm. Armand is potentially on the Shandai yep. Corum. They seem to have so much influence. Uh, then they've got influence in so many different guilds in the city. So in like they, uh, yeah. masonry, in, well, I don't know any other that we've learned so far, but masonry mm-hmm. is a yeah. big one. Um, it's just, it's nice, like I said before, to see this kind of political intrigue mixing with the... Um, Mixing with the the magical and the fey and the mm-hmm. all all of that, it's it's excellent. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely agree. And it it seems like the Trushies definitely hold a very strong seat of power, very prominent yeah. seat of power. Um, and it's also clear that Lord Estros has no no love for Armand, as he seemed to yeah. uh, to relish in the idea of unseating him from mm. from his supposed throne. Um, and exposing him for all of the corruption that he has his hands in, specifically at the the ball that's coming yeah. up. It seems like that's when he wants to uh, yeah. well, he un- wants unveil to get, things. Like, get back get back into that social circle of like uh, of power. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't see Astros as the type to like make a big you know display. No. In, in, at, but I could see the party doing that. 100%. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm um, calling it totally. Trashy to their face. Um, I do like the the conversation a little later when they'll talk about all the things they had to do. It might have been before this meeting actually, but they're saying, "What do we need to do?" And God bless Sam having the list of things they need to do. But it was like, "All right, the ball. Why? Why do we? Need yeah. To do why? The ball? We... Like, because we, there's a chance we could dress up, and that's like full stop. It. There's a chance we could Honestly, dress up. Honestly, that is true. You need any more reason to dress up in D and D? Oh like, yes, that's the that's the goal. The dress up episode. <laughs> yep. And I just want to want to take a second because this this comment kind of broke me a little bit. Froggy strap in in chat. Enemies to lovers. Armin X Esther. Esteros. That's a new ship. That's a new ship. That's the what's the ship name? Esterman. Esterman. Manstros. 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 Ah. Est- either, Esterman. either, Esterman, Esterman. I'm good for that one. That's great. The, yes, I can't wait for the the sexual tension at the ball between Esteros and and Armin. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so great. Um, but also in this this meetup with, um, I guess two things. Uh, the first being, oh no, three things. Oh boy, three things. Three things. So. Estros gives Imogen the letter to get into the Starlight Conservatory, the library. Yes. The access there, so that, that's big. Um, two, not related to Lord Estros, but FCG ate a platinum piece, Ooh. and it did something it, it, to him. That's the thing, too. When they had their long rest, Sam was rolling. Sam was rolling instead of just, like... Everyone, you know, you D&D Beyond, you yeah. just do your long rest and it automatically fills you up. Sam was doing rolls during the long rest, so I, I don't know whether that was him doing a short rest, but I don't see why he would mm-hmm. when he's got a long rest available to him. But I, I'm thinking maybe there is something to his way of regaining hit points, which isn't just rest. They do actually have to uh, mend themselves. So maybe the rolling was 
that. Like, it was, he had to roll to see how many hit points he regained. Mm-hmm. And there was that kind of conversation of maybe the quality of the metal influences the quality of the repair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that. If that that's, sense, we, yeah. we don't know anything about this character yet, really, in terms yeah. of how they function. So, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see more of that. And for the eventual reveal that, you know, FCG was a real boy once and, like, you know, Pinocchio Exactly. Situation. Or was a murder yeah. robot Terminator style. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Here's the other big one. Ooh. And I was I was watching this episode with, uh, with some peeps. And as Lord Estheros was talking about wanting to unseat uh, the corruption within Drusar mm-hmm. and, like, weeding it out and stuff, I was like, I said out loud, I was like, is Lord Estros like an ex-member or like a secret member of the Cobalt Soul or something? Like he feels mm. he feels very expositor-esque or like ex-expositor or something. And I, then Yeah. Like two seconds later, he was like, I have a contact in Ancarel that I'm gonna reach out to and see if they can help out. And I looked up, there is there is like a a small like outpost if you will of the cobalt yeah. soul in on Corel. yeah so hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know what i like the we... idea that they are linked to it i see i was getting uh grinner's vibes but mm. cobalt soul kind of fits more to this to their stature i guess in their prominence mm-hmm. in society um that's cool, yeah. I, I like that callback. And um, I was watching Marisha during that scene too because she was smiling and kind of like nodding along. Like, oh, yeah, we call good callback to the Cobalt Soul. Yeah. Um, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's really exciting. So that's, that's just super, uh, like a really cool tie-in. Um, yeah. The came between the Cobalt Soul and all that stuff. So really excited about how that's going to develop. Did, what did he specifically say about that? Like, what was the thing he was going to reach out to them about? Um, I was, think... Uh, maybe to just learn more about Ar- Arman. I can't fully remember what it was. Just that uh, Estros will reach out to contacts in Ancarel. A friend at the library there stands for breaching and taking down corruptions. Yes, it was. It was related to like uh, the Treshi sowing chaos for yeah. the Paragon's call. Um, the party debates the abusers in powers, and he's like, "I will reach out because they have this. They don't like corruption and that sort of thing." Yeah, and so that that's like alarms, <laughs> alarms going off. Travis alarms, boo, 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 of uh, Cobalt Soul. Like yeah. that's that's got to be guaranteed at this point, which is super super cool. Um, better than that, Lord Estros was like, "Y'all, y'all deserve uh, a night of relaxation, so go hit the bathhouse." Because I mean, they have had a rough week. Now, at this point, has it been a week yet? They've uh, had a rough go at, at things. Yeah, it's. I think I think at one point later when Oren was talking to Shard, saying, like, these are the people I've been with for a week. And it's accurate. Like, it has been about a week since I've hung out. They're like, Bell has died in this time period. Yeah. They've, you know, fought a mimic ward in this time period. They've, what else have they done? They've been, you know, captured by the Corsairs in this time period. Yeah. They a fought a, a legendary fey creature. My word. and Dorian yeah. have almost died. Yeah. The, oh, they, the whole Duggar thing. Like the whole Duggar thing. thing. Oh, the whole Duggar thing. It's, this has been a, a packed word. 11 yeah. episodes. Because, I mean, with, with campaign... And this isn't, like, directly comparing the campaigns, but, like, just for, like, a reference. Because in campaign two, they, they had, like, 
a lot of travel that they had done in the first handful of episodes, like yes. traveling all the way from yeah. Trostowald to Zadash. So they had been together for a while of just like casually hanging out on the open road and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the condensed condensed mm-hmm. travel time. Yeah. But this has just has been nonstop, literally yeah. nonstop for the past week. Uh, so they definitely earned a much needed mm. bathhouse scene, and it was great. That was it fun. Was it was very casual and nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved yeah. the uh, the joke of Laudna not being able to stay in the hot tub for too long <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that grossed me out. Yeah. I loved. Oh man, Robbie. Let's just let's just gush about Robbie for. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Robbie. Robbie's acting in that scene too, where it's like, what? What's that? What's that thing there? She's like, oh, it's just like you know a bit of my skin, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna go over here. Looks like talking to Chet, nearly moving away from her physically. Like, (laughs) oh god, it's gross. It's it's so it's like it's really loosened me up and just her shoulder dislocating from the socket. Oh, oh god not to jump back Ooh. Oh. but I loved Lordner's infatuation kind of with the Nightmare King she was like oh yeah last week we got how she was saying oh I've sometimes been called the Nightmare Queen and she was really proud of that epitaph uh. and throughout this fight it's like you know uh, emulating his actions and his appearance mm-hmm. and just being like oh my god he's amazing yeah um, so sweet I love her penchant for creepy shit mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. in a very very positive and very good yeah, you know, fun, um, fun, scary. Affirming way. It's fun, yeah, scary. She's fun, scary. She is fun, scary. Oh. And that's yeah. what we got. We got to keep. We got to support our our nightmare queen. One hundred percent. Um, but then I love the little the little moment of uh, Chetney getting the 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 massage, and Dorian like pep talking him through like don't don't be afraid. Just let it all out. Like if you cry, just let it happen. All those built up emotions. Was- I felt like that was more than just, you know, the pain from the massage. I felt like that was Chetney just needing a cry. Yeah, it's probably been a while. It was a very quiet cry. And I was like, oh, Chet. Like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. But no, that was was really nice. I've been doing... going to, like, transform during the fight, like, during the massage. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to trigger him to transform. Um, I've been doing um, some polls recently on my channel um, of just, like, favorite characters from campaign three favorite villains from different campaigns and stuff and uh chetney had a resounding uh majority yeah. for favorite character of campaign three so far Clo- followed closely behind um Our or Lord. following closely behind is laudna and imogen yeah um and they were like the definitive like top three and I don't even think it's because, like, Chetney's new, because, like, you know, mm-hmm. say what you want, like, they came in halfway through of what we've got so far. But I think it's just, it's so different to any character Travis has kind of played in the sense yeah. that, like, I was thinking about it the other day, like, because you had Grog right from the start and, um, you know, low intelligence, very strong, that sort of thing. Then you had Ford, which is kind of a bit of a reverse, you know, not as strong but quite intelligent. So that was Travis playing to the opposite of the trope of Grog, which yeah. is, you know, excellent. And I was thinking about, you know, Ford's accent and how that was very natural for Travis. And then you get Chetney, who's just like and you get Chetney. the oddest accent for Travis, uh, which he can do so well, which is incredible yeah. for this big guy. Um, and just chaos, chaos in the way they act and respond to people. But perfect, like, old crotchety man chaos of, like, 
it just plays so well, especially with Doran, because Doran's trying to be so respectful, and at the same yeah. time, it's just like, fuck you, I'm going to mess with you specifically. Yeah. Um, but then being able to show the tender moments. Oh, it's it's perfect character. I think that's why the, so many people have resonated with Chetney, just because they are this perfect mix of chaos and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, sympathy for the character. Yeah. Um, and Travis also just plays a really good old person. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's and great. it's a different old person to, different, to Bell. Yeah. Bell was a like young, an old yeah. person. And young this is like spirit. a wiry... Yeah, 100%. Ah, so very, good. Very, very unhinged. Um, <sighs> but after the bathhouse, we mm-hmm. finally, at yes. long last, got the Oshad Brescio meeting. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I, I, would, I would say it, it, it delivered. <laughs> we got more it information. Yeah. But... Yeah. A lot of it also was just stuff we already knew. Um, yeah, it it kind of it gave it def- definitely wasn't a dead end. It wasn't a no, dead end. No, but it was kind of like I think I think because when it first came out with the Shard Brush Show, we were like, you know, that's Travis's character. We were so um, in deep with like who this character was going to be, uh, and just so much wild stuff has happened since it. We forgot about it for a long time. I remember last week we were just like, oh, we're still going to see Rashad. Like that's something we've completely forgotten yeah. about. But um, it was it was nice. It was nice to see one a seemingly uh, less corrupt house that they got to visit because mm-hmm. all we've seen so far or heard so far is about the Treshy, and you're like, oh, these guys sound like shit. Um, so it's nice to see that these is it the Loomis the Loomis house is seemingly, you know, all right. You know, they're, yeah. they're kind of okay. Yeah. They're on the Whose twin children used to study the moons or something yeah. of the sort. So that that's like... that's the big stuff I want to talk about. Okay. So I have it written down here-ish. Yes. So Balan or Balin and Zalar were the Loomis twins. They're they're the Yes. I might be yes. mispronouncing those names. Um yes, they studied the stars mm-hmm. and then they journeyed with Oshad to a stand, a guy, a, a scholar named Astandi in the Hartmore, who mm-hmm. like specialized. who was like an expert in the in the mm-hmm. field of the stars and the, yep, all that, all that stuff. It was on their way that they got ambushed and yep. and absolutely wrecked. So, <laughs> why did they target the Loomis twins? The information yes. that we were given leads us to believe that they were targeted because they were studying the stars and they may have come close to figuring something out or they were on the right track to figuring something out. Yeah. And that's why they wanted to seek out a standee who was an expert in the field Mm -hmm. to get like a second opinion on whatever theory or thing they might have uncovered. Yeah. And that was like a red flag for these assassins. Now, if that is the case, then what does Keyleth know? About exactly about yeah, the and, the, and, the, and the fact that it was stuff. the fact that it was so such a long time ago. It was like like seven, six, seven years ago that the attack on yeah. the Ashari happened, and now it's only a recent attack that's happened on the Loomis family. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was also almost an identical attack, like there were identical assassins, yeah. uh, seemingly in in indifferent, not indifferent, uh, unable to be different. They were all the same, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Like they, they, um, they were seemingly the same creature, like almost like clones or like simulacrums, yes. which we talked about before with the Ooblex yes. idea. Um, um, not to 
speak weirdly about it. <laughs> no, no, that, that's that, that's true because uh, Oshad was saying how he's never seen like assassins work in such unison before. Yeah. Um, and so that that lends the theory of the the ublex, but then yes, the hive mind, where is it is just one creature or one being. Yeah. They just have these extensions of themselves, like shades or shadows, whatever they are. Mm, I Um, like it. It's it's so it's so. But again, it's the nature in which these creatures die that just screams Thera's Dune, because they turn into like an inky, gooey puddle of of black. And that's exactly how Oban, the punished, met his end um, back in the Chantry, where when he was defeated, he turned into this gross puddle of black ooze. Yeah, um, which is which is not to scream Ublex again, but that's what happens with Ublexes. Um, yeah. What are you saying? Wait, are you saying that Therisdune is an Ublex? Fuck! I didn't say that- it. I wasn't going to bring it up this episode. That- it wasn't me. Therisdune is an ublex that lives within Drusar, within the spires. I'm getting help for my Therisdune obsession. (laughs) Bring it up this episode. No, but, 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 but. Okay, this is going to get wild. Hold on. Hold on tight. Okay, brace yourselves, everyone. So, uh, Adam's just posted in the comments about how the attack on the Ashari would have been, or quite possibly could have been, shortly after Vilia's return, which I was trying to piece a timeline in my head together, and I was thinking, Uh. well, why could there have been an attack on the Ashari? Could it be uh, related to some other aspect? And there's this wild theory somewhere. Oh, no, I can't remember where I read it. (laughs) Someone made a theory. It might have been in our Discord, maybe. I was reading through comments. Someone said this somewhere. I'm not claiming ownership. Maybe I will. I'm not claiming ownership. That perhaps Ruidus is the... Oh, it was in the Discord. Yes. I'll find out who said it. That Ruidus is the deceased body of the Luxon. It's like the concept that the Luxon exploded and went sent everywhere. And the Lux... The Ruidus is the whole deceased body of the Luxon. And then maybe there's some connection between, you know, coming in contact with a Luxon beacon and, hmm, this is falling apart in my hands, but the <laughs> idea that Ilya had contact with, I don't know, the, the mm-hmm. Mighty Nine who had con- contact with the Luxon mm-hmm. and Runeweaver, mm-hmm. she was there during mm-hmm. Travelicon and, um, uh, and yes, yeah, so, uh, uh-huh. Muffin Dubs. With the way out, there was doing his uh-huh. left in the moon. Anyway, and there it is, <laughs> and there it is, everyone. We finally got to it. No, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm moving away from Thara's moon a bit, just because it keeps, we keep getting shouted at that Thara's dune is under Gat shadow, and it's like, okay, I guess I have to go with the cannon. But wait, where, where, where is the cat? The cannon is that Thara's dune is locked deep, 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 deep down in the earth under Gat shadow, the mountain near Westron. Gotcha. For gotcha. I guess. I guess. So. I, I guess we can listen hey. to the canon. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Someone told me to stop, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, but that's not to say that Rudis isn't still some kind of a a weapon, uh, a, a space station. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some aspect of curses and just malintent from yeah. Ruidus. Uh, it can't be a celestial body. Surely it has to be something else. It has to be some device or creature or or uh, egg um, 
Hey, you, I'm not getting you don't. On the you don't gotta. Con- you don't have to convince me, Alana. I. <laughs> I am here. I am here for it. Um. But yeah, uh, we and then we did. So once once the whole Oshad, Freshio stuff was was wrapped up. Um, it is it is interesting though because these are the two different, um, arcs or like quests that they have that are lining up. Because we got the um, the job offer uh, from JH yes. yeah. uh, to go to the Heartmore for the the bet that they yeah. have going on. Yeah. And then they also have now a secondary reason to go out there uh-huh. to investigate uh, Astandi and figure out why Loomis twins were maybe attacked, what yeah. they were hoping to find. Uh, and we have that. I want to, I want to like say this uh, because we've, we've talked about a little bit before when, Orum initially described the attack that we thought there was, you know, something more to it. Um, uh, you know, people died in this attack and Orum mentioned, you know, like people, important people died in this attack. So two theories could also both be accurate. And we've talked about this before because I know Liam had described wanting to build this halfling fighter that had lost their partner who (laughs) was going to be named Regal, which is hilarious. Um, so possibilities because the way Liam was acting in this scene especially describing the attack very stoically and very well actually not even stoically because he was quite emotional um yeah. as much more of can get uh quite quite subdued and saddened by discussing it so potentially Orum lost a partner in this mm-hmm. attack um another theory which I think I might have mentioned before but perhaps Orum lost a mentor in this attack yeah. in the form of Derig, the the oh, fighter yeah. mm-hmm. champion of Keyleth, which would be really cool as a way of Liam saying, like, I killed another one of my characters. Yeah. But it'd be really sad. I kind of really hope Derig's okay. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of, I, I think that could be, like, a cool thing that could happen if they're, like, mm-hmm. you know, if we ever get confirmation of what happened, it'd be like, you know, yeah, if- my, my mentor, my, my coach, my teacher yeah. was... The, this you know fighter and they were killed in the attack because then that that would make sense if like you know Derek was the personal bodyguard of Keyleth I do that not because he wasn't but because Keyleth don't need no bodyguard True. um yeah Derek was potentially a high target for that attack so then whether it was a partner or Derek we know that well we don't know Orum, said, Orum says <laughs> that <laughs> that Keyleth is the one who sent Orum on this mission. Mm. What if she mm. didn't, and he's just on like a, a path of yeah. vengeance? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I, I kind of picked up on stuff like that too. I'm getting feral. Uh, I kind of <laughs> picked up on stuff like that too because uh, they did say that they went to the Ashari and Fern and Dorian mm. like, yeah, we did. So oh, I that's get the right. Sense that they were sent. But Orum specifically said that when the attack happened, they kind of left for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that to me said they lost someone. So they went away kind of on like a sabbatical or on, you know, a bit of a, uh, a grief trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not the term. Um, and it wasn't until that this stuff was happening, uh, with like, you know, I, I, th- I think they, they mentioned that, 
they were asked to go on this because they were in the area or like because they know the area maybe because they, he had previously been traveling around Tal'Dorei. Yeah. It's hard to tell, but I got the sense that after the attack, Orem left. And that to me says they've lost someone and they needed to be alone. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, just mm, give us give us that like Liam... Um, uh, What's the word we use? I can't remember the word. Angst. <laughs> Give me the Liam angst. I need it. Yeah. Because Orm is Orm's the straight man of the group, right? Like, yeah. we, we kind of got that. But give me that angst. Give me that sadness. I need it. Hook it to my veins. I want to feel sad with Liam. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in that same boat. Um, but you know what occurred to me? That I don't know why it didn't occur to me previously. Uh, if they decide to follow in the footsteps of the Loomis twins, Ooh. what's to what's to stop the assassins from going after the gang? Right, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Like it's got it's got to happen. Like, like I don't know why I didn't think about it until now, but like it is a very real possibility that they get attacked by these same assassins on their journey to the Heartmore, or yeah. even when they get there. Uh, oh, which yes. I mean, I'm ex- hey, I mean. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Uh, just to get, just to, cause, cause then that, that could give us more information on yep. who these assassins are or what their origins are. That's what, that's what I'm really, that's what I really want. Yeah. And the fact that, it, and the fact that it's been seven years since the Keyleth attempt doesn't mean that there hasn't been more attacks. It's just True. so happens that they had this contact who we now yep. know is Jarrett Howard. Yes. yes. Such a fun callback. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Travis re- Travis's reaction. To, yeah, uh, yeah, this is like sweet. Yeah. This is such a cool character. Um, that's the only reason that the Ashari, or to this extent, Orem knows knows about this second second attack is because Jarrett's like, "Hey, that happened a few years ago. I better let them know." We don't know. There could have been hun- hundreds. Is an exaggeration. There could have been many <laughs> attacks in the time period between. We just don't know about yet. Um, yeah. Because it hasn't made its way to the ears, and the fact that that happened in Tadori, this happened in in um, Marquette, uh, mm-hmm. could be happening anywhere. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we know nothing. Yeah. And because you know what Adam is saying is the um, other leaders have been attacked, and we have to wonder like who like who's next. Like if they're if like is are they going to attack the Lord and Lady of Whitestone next? Maybe. Ooh. Um. Are they gonna hit the Cobalt Souls? Are they gonna like what are what's? Well, we just don't we just don't know what their plan is because, again, going back to attacking the Loomis twins, it seems like maybe part of their motivation is information control or something along yeah. those lines. Because uh, it doesn't seem like that motivation. we're gonna get much out of killing the twins of because the, they just seem like scholars. They seem like a fairly yeah. innocuous mm-hmm. family. With, with you know, rich and powerful, but not, like, you know, city control powerful. So yeah. killing them had a purpose. And mm-hmm. like you say, yeah, controlling the information or stopping the information from being shared is really is a really exciting idea. But it's like, well, then what was the purpose of attacking Keyleth? Was that right. just, yeah. you know, controlling? Maybe it wasn't Keyleth but that was the target. Maybe it was someone that knew more information about something yeah. else. Like, we don't know. God, what if this so is, like, another cool. kind of, like, angel, like, uh, the angel of irons like you know it's a sub cult uh-huh. thing that is oh mm-hmm. sorry i said it wasn't but what if it's like another kind of like uh hidden cult that is being 
of some unknown force who doesn't, who we can't say. You yeah. Know, like, it could be stuff like that. I just, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm on board for this campaign just because it's, uh, there's so many cool concepts uh, and theories to be had for this campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, excited. It's great. Uh, but even after all of this information we got, the episode still isn't over yet because we got, we got uh, Imogen. It was a very brief, brief scene, but we did get. Uh, I think oh. Before that, before yes. that though, we had a little, a little moment with Ashton returning to Gianna's place to say like, "Hey, we're going to accept the job." Oh yes. Uh, and met with that snooty kind of, yeah. bite, which was a hilarious scene because that was had, great. Um, that was great. Allison putting on his pomp voice, which is always a delight. Um, but we had a very kind of little minor sneak peek potentially of a group name from them yeah this is like i'm here with the new nobodies which mm-hmm. i don't mind i think that's kind of a cool name if that's what they stick with yeah um it's it's, it's a cool name to begin with i got i saw some people saying like oh, it kind of just feels like ashton's you know renaming the group yeah. like of his old group but i kind of like that i feel like they make it their own thing being yeah. the new nobodies because much like the Mighty Nine, how when the gag was always they say we're the Mighty Nine, and they'd always like you know count to see yeah. how many were there. I'd be like, this is we're the new nobodies. It's like, what happened to the old nobodies? Yeah, what happened like, to the old ones? Yeah, or it's gonna be like, I've known you for like three years. You're not new. You're just the nobodies now. Like I see there being more gags to yeah. do with that name, um, which I'm excited for. That's a good point. It's, it's yeah. a cool little name. I like it. I ju- I, I I just want anything. I just want any kind of a name. I just want something to call them by. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so then we did get some some Imogen in the library information. Yeah. Some more uh, delving into research into the dreams that she's been having, specifically mm-hmm. of red storms. And there is a, a yeah. very some very specific research that is done on red storms, spearheaded by one Khadija Sumal. Uh, specifically researches these red storms and and, and the, yeah okay before we get to it oh yeah because yeah, yeah. the idea that one the this is like a common occurrence uh common enough with cycles and yeah and ways for it to be acknowledged but i think this is just a really good example of matt being a great storyteller because imogen kind of she didn't roll super great for investigations but matt still gave something yeah. because it was very like you know you're not going to get any definitive answers from this but you do find this one thing which is kind of exactly what they were looking for um which was of course very exciting oh yeah oh yeah and it looks so many more theories <laughs> that we probably don't have i know because it was tied to, <laughs> to 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 rudis cycles and and, and, and stuff the and... list the list was of people that were afflicted with it and people that were actively researching it, and we don't yep. know which one this which name is connected to. Liliana Temelt, Imogen's mother. I, my, I want to know what your first thought was because my first thought was, this is a mother doing experiments on her daughter. <laughs> like that was my first. Oh. Thought. My first thought was Interesting. her mother was researching this and found a way to make her daughter essentially uh, afflicted by it, um, mm. which might, might just be my own like fucked up misgivings. But like, I got the I sense mean, that it could make sense because the mother hasn't been mentioned at all when 
Imogen yeah, has talked about home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible that that is true. And the father maybe found out and then like mm. fucking kicked the mom out. Like get the hell yeah. out of here. Um, oh, that was, so that was my first thought. Be. It could also just be like, you know, she was also afflicted. She was. Also yeah. Afflicted yeah. It could be something simple like that. I, I, or, I or angst. Immediately, I can yeah. help it. <laughs> Um, Everyone is suspicious until proven otherwise. Um, but yes, the torn pages are what's intriguing about this. Yes. It sounds like it, the, the the pages that were torn could be what was being mm. researched, like like results or experimentation yeah. notes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> and, yeah, that was cool because uh, it's, I mean... <laughs> It's not so much a cliffhanger because it's not so much like, oh, what's going to happen next? But it is like, it's a very nice ending point for this week break that we're going to get between the episodes. Yeah. It gives us it's gonna lead every, to a lot, lot to think about. Lot, a lot to think about. That's perfect. Yeah. So a lot of questions and mm -hmm. there's so many now threads for them to follow in this next session. And they've got a few days also before the ball. And then there's yeah. then they're leaving for the heart more. So we've got a few days for them to do more research, to ask around, to like find out more stuff. It's exciting. It's I'm really excited for episode twelve. Yeah. I I can't wait. But unfortunately, no episode uh this this coming week, but fortunately yeah. there is something else that is coming this Friday. Y'all. Yes. Legends of Vox Machina is finally here this week. Exciting. We are so close. This has been like three, like three years almost now at this point. I, I, um, I was just checking then because the Critical Role Twitter like retweeted things saying, "Hey, go back and rewatch our um." Go back and rewatch our first video, our first making of the Legends of Vox Machina, and it was February 2020 was when that video came out. Wow! And I was like, what the what the fuck? Like, holy yeah. shit! Um, yeah. It made me feel like really like uh, exhausted <laughs> <laughs> that it was 2020 when that came out. Oh my! It seems it that seems like so long ago now at this oh, point. Oh yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's happened. <laughs> like that, yeah. we've skipped that time period completely. But it's been Please. a long time in the making. Um, and that was even still before that was before shit hit the fan. February 2020. <laughs> that was before yeah. everything. <laughs> oh, 100%. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> oh wow, it has been some time. Hmm. Oh. But briefly, can we just talk about the cast reveal? That was oh that was really what God. a killer cast. Holy exciting. moly. Who was the most exciting for you oh. from that reveal? I mean, I feel like David Tennant's the obvious answer. Oh yeah. Um but it's also like that character is going to be in it for only a short amount of time. True. <laughs> Obviously. Um I'm actually really excited about Rory McCann. Um, yeah. The Hound from Game mm -hmm. Girls. And mm -hmm. it's because I, like, I know that character more from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> so, <laughs> when, that actor, I should say, from Hot Fuzz. So when they came on, I was like, yeah, like, this is yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I'm, I, I actually probably like Darren DePaul's really cool because like, yeah, I love his voice. That's a good one. Oh, my God. For, <sighs> for me... My uh, what, who the two people I'm most excited for is one mm. Kelly Adam already said it 
her yeah. Anna Ripley is going to be incredible. Yes. But then and, oh, Gray, Gray and, Griffin as yeah, Delilah. Yeah. Like, come on. It does not get better than that. Like, that is too perfect Beautiful. of a casting right there. Yeah. Too perfect. Beautiful voice and so goddamn terrifying. Yeah, I'm we literally have excited. Azula Briarwood. It's great. <gasps> it's oh, and, fantastic. Uh, is it Indira Varma? Like, uh, yeah, also from Game of Thrones. It's like exactly how I imagined mm, Laura mm-hmm. to sound. It's beautiful. I'm, oh my god, I'm yep. so excited. They also got a, a, a Hobbit, Dominic. Oh, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, yep. that's so cool. Coming I've been listening in, to yeah. this podcast with Billy Boyd, and it's like I'm I'm excited to see if they discuss it on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And they've said that you know they haven't revealed because this is seemingly the voice cast for the first six episodes. They haven't revealed yep. any more, so we can maybe expect Vecna voice for Vecna. We could maybe expect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah. this going to end with the beginning of the Chroma Conclave? I feel like. I feel like they do set up Chroma Cronclave for maybe the second season or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be Matt has to do Thordak. Like, let's oh, be yeah. real. But then there's, there's like, three other dragons to voice. Like, Raishon is a main big, character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Umbrasil is, like, an excellent voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for those those casting announcers. I see everyone saying Mark Hamill. That, that's, like... That's the most. Uh, that's perfect. what I'm thinking as well. That's like, a, come on, Mark Hamill is Vecna. That it's gotta be. Cut. It has to be. Oh, his voice is Vecna. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I, I made a. I made a bet. I made a bet because I'm so. I'm so confident that it is. You made a bet? That it is gonna be Mark <laughs> Hamill. That I was like, yeah. I, I think I said, if it's not Mark Hamill. I was gonna like dye my hair whatever color chat chat wanted. Uh, it has to be green for Vecna, surely. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember what we decided really on, but like I'm so confident that it's gonna be Mark Hamill. I'm so confident. Yeah. I want to believe. I believe in my heart of hearts that yeah. it is going and to be it's Mark like Hamill. Like secret. The more you believe it, the more it becomes true. Yeah. Yeah. Secret. Like yeah. it's it's right. so good, but I'm super excited. We're only a few days away from that, so oh, it's gonna be. Great. And we've also got the the guest battle royale coming up, which was some True. excellent art True. was revealed for that. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see Kishore again and and others. I remember who's in it, but I'm excited for Kishore. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for Will yeah. Riddell to be. It looks like it's gonna be fun. Uh, I love oh. Sam as the DM. He just sows yeah. all of the most wonderful chaos. Uh, yeah. So I already know it's uh, gonna be a belly laugh of a one shot. Oh. very exciting it's gonna be good but you know what else is exciting what else is exciting we have some winners to announce is it time is it can i can i finally i think it's time (laughs) i think it's time so i don't know if y'all remember it's been a while (laughs) it's been a while but before campaign three started and leading up to it we had a campaign three character pc guessing competition (gasps) Where you had to guess the race, class, and even subclass of your predictions for the cast of Campaign 3. Mm-hmm. And we finally, at long last, were able to lock in the mainstay characters for the cast, which allowed us to find our winners. Full confirmation, finally. And I even had to go back and <laughs> subtract points from everyone that guessed Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. to Bloodhunter. Yep. But we have it. We have 
our two winners from the Discord yep. and from the Twitters. Mm -hmm. And just as a, uh, as a quick reminder, these winners will be receiving $100 for the Critical Role store. But that's $100 USD. If okay. you're like from like EU or something, it'll be converted to your... I guess your I don't know how that works. We'll figure it the out. USD is probably like the most valuable anyway, right? So probably. I think euros is a bit more valuable. Uh, Bloody dog, but Europe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Anyway, we'll get in contact. But yes, well, we will be we will be in your DMs. So winners. I want to point out. So there was a potential. It was something like thirty points you could get with this because it was race, uh, race class subclass was three points each, and then there was location and time period so add them all up it was roughly about 30 possible points you could get both our winners got seven <laughs> so it was which when it comes down to it the variations and permutations oh and yeah multiple was like 30 different choices you could make so it was pretty impressive um yeah yeah that that they got this many correct uh and I fairly certain both of them at least. I'll go through and I'm like, if you want, if you want to know your results too, if you voted any of them, just send me a message and I can let you know what you guessed and what kind of points you got. Um, the the most, uh, I think at least each of them got a correct race uh, class and subclass total for one of the players each, which is really cool. That is cool. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was pretty it was pretty close. <laughs> and but we do have our two winners, which we should probably reveal and say the names, right? Yes, yes. I, I, I feel real quick. I feel like what probably tripped people a lot and what lost people a lot of points was the fact that mm -hmm. we got Dorian, Fern, yeah, and Orum back. And and of course too, like Dorian wasn't included because we yeah. didn't know Robin yeah, was going to be here. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Very few people guessed uh, like halfling for Liam, mm -hmm. uh, and especially like very few people guessed fighter um, or druid mm -hmm. for Ashley because they're like, oh well, they've done those. They're going to be different characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I still think the most popular guess that was correct was Sam as cleric. Was probably the most popular oh, wow. guess. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But nice. do you want to do the Discord? I'll do the Twitter. Sure. Yes, of course. So uh, we did have two guessing comps. We had one for the Nicobolt Soul Discord. Actually, you might have to do both because I have to break. Okay. I have to break our cams. <laughs> I have to break our cams um, to find. So the winner for the Discord, and we'll send a message out to you yes. when you get this. <laughs> Might not be watching. Uh, the winner for the Discord, congratulations to Morgan. That is Mork on our Discord. Well done. Well done. Well done. You genius. Well you are welcomed well into, the, into the writing room. These are the claps for you, Morgan. Well done. Um, which is excellent because Morgan Morgan is quite active on the Discord as well. Mm -hmm. We see them around so often. Well done, Morgan. And the winner for our Twitter poll, let me bring which excellent name, by the way, <laughs> is Porn Star by Day. <laughs> that at by pornstar uh congratulations pornstar you are the winner for our twitter for our twitter guessing competition congratulations pornstar by you. day congratulations uh, yeah. we'll be sending a message out to you as well about how to get in contact with you for your gift cards hey yeah very was, very exciting we find it, it took was a super while. fun and super stressful very <laughs> stressful yeah and huge yeah. shout outs to alana for <laughs> helping this along along its way and putting together all the points so thank you for all the people well. constantly asking me about it uh, <laughs> no that's truly like it, it was it was very much we we're just waiting for that travis confirmation yeah that fucker kept fucking us around mm -hmm. so we, we had to wait because because then if we had stopped with bertrand 
then oh. and then and then we had Chetney come out, and but then it, and then if we stopped at Chetney being a rogue, uh, then we'd be getting like angry DMs like, but he ended up being this, which means I would have actually won or something. So we just wanted to avoid all of that and uh, and really wait for final confirmation, and we got it. So there we go. Congratulations. Keep an eye out for the campaign four guessing competition. Yes, that we'll be starting that up very soon. Yep, because <laughs> it took us so <laughs> took us so long before. Um, yeah, yeah. So thanks to everyone yeah. who participated, and uh, uh, congratulations once again to the winners. It was uh, yeah. it was really cool seeing like the stats. Um, yeah, for all it's the guests, good bit of that fun. was really cool. Good bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess with all of that. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Any thoughts, feelings, emotions about this episode or Legends of Vox Machina coming up? I mean, yeah. oh, God. the hype levels are are growing by the day. Too many emotions for that, honestly. Like, yeah. it's going to... Uh, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm also trying to, like, to an extent, temper my expectations because I don't mm -hmm. want to, like, go too hard, but it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah. This is a big deal. Excited for it gonna gif a lot of it it's gonna be it's gonna be good <laughs> yep um if you haven't already or you're not already a part of the discord be sure to join our discord server uh there is a link in the description of this live stream below it'll all be also be there when we upload this on youtube um but we are planning on doing a watch party the night of the release um totally we're making sure everyone has Amazon Prime, of course. Yep. I don't know. I'm not we gonna are, speak because I'm not. I'm we're not we're definitely watch. doing a watch party where everyone definitely has to have Amazon stop. Prime. Stop! Just stop. It's <laughs> fine. They get it. It's fine. <laughs> um. But yeah. So be sure to join that, and we can all gush over uh, Legends of Box Machina together. It's gonna be great. Um. But I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, with all of that being said, we can go ahead and call this one a wrap. Oh boy, we've got, it was a great episode, super packed with so much stuff. And this is definitely, this was a good episode to have like a week break off of. Because like we said, there's a lot to think about, a lot yep. of questions to, to ask ourselves and to answer. Um, so really, really, really exciting stuff. And I yep. can't wait to see what's in store next. So... As always, everyone, thank you so much for joining us uh, here, chatting with us on the live stream. Thank you to everyone who's going to be watching this on the YouTube upload or listening on Spotify or Anchor or wherever else this podcast may find itself. Thank you all so much for your continued support. If you are wanting to support us further, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at WhatTheSheepPod on Twitter for updates on when we go live and other shenanigans that we may end up doing. Uh, so be sure to follow us there. Uh... As always, of course, don't forget to love each other. That is the most important thing. But there's something even more important Ooh, than that. Is and that oh. is loving oh. yourself. That is actually the most important thing you can do. So make sure you're taking oh. care of yourself. Drink some water, eat some food, get plenty of rest. You deserve it. I'm proud of you. And thank you for being here. And so, with all of that being said, hope everyone has an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye, everyone.